Hello, Tom Myers here. If you're like me and you've got a lot to say, a lot of stories to share, a lot of opinions to give, then listen up. I'm going to talk about something that's going to take your passion for podcasts to the next level. I'm talking about the 7 Million Bikes podcast course. This is the podcasting course you need. Imagine having the skills, the knowledge, and the confidence to create, produce, and grow a successful podcast. And you're not doing it alone. I'm talking about Neil Mackay, the podcast guy, founder of 7 Million Bikes Podcasts. He knows what it takes to turn your passion into a podcast that stands out. He's going to guide you through everything from podcast ideas that resonate to nailing that audio production and even editing your episodes like a pro. With 23 tutorials and over three hours of video content, this course is packed with practical tips, real-world examples, and everything you need to know to get started. Just $97 for a wealth of knowledge that'll set you up for podcasting success it's a no-brainer think about it less than a hundred bucks to unleash your creativity share your story and potentially even turn your passion into a profitable business people like ian payton who's taken the course launched their own podcast and already in the top 10 percent of podcasts worldwide and you could be next the seven million bikes podcast course is your ticket to podcasting greatness. Go to the link in my show notes right now and let's make your podcasting dream a reality. Hi, I'm A.A. Ron, the owner and producer of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. Bombing Run, the original comedy combat game show. It's an hour's worth of comedians clashing with their jokes. And soon to be released, Orbs Wacky World, a talk show with a twist. It will be a mix of comedy, unusual questions, and music with Orb as the host. Oddly Funny Productions. We might be odd, but we bring the funny to you. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. The House of Representatives have impeached Donald Trump for the second time following his incitement of supporters to storm the Capitol building. We should note this episode was recorded before Trump and his family fled to North Korea, only to be sent back because Kim Jong-un doesn't like competition. (laughs) Judd Deere, Trump's deputy press secretary, said there should be no need for impeachment. Exactly the kind of statement one would expect from someone whose name sounds like a knockoff brand of farm equipment. If charged and convicted of multiple counts of sedition and insurrection, a possible prison term for Trump could last the rest of his life, which, given his dietary habits, could be five, maybe ten minutes. Trump was banned by Twitter after subsequent tweets hinted at more violent acts to come. That was on the heels of suspension from other social media apps, including Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, even Pinterest. If he gets banned from DoorDash, Uber Eats, and Grubhub, he may have to go old school and send Secret Service out for those midnight McDonald's runs. Someone opened a parody Donald Trump account on Grindr and listed his relationship status as open. I was wondering what Stormy Daniels was up to all this time. Conservatives moved to a social media website called Parler, where, in order to be verified, you have to give your name, address, and a copy of your driver's license. Ah, yes. Nothing says fighting tyranny and restrictions on freedom by forking over your name, address, and a photo of yourself 
to a rogue tech company run by millionaires. <laughs> Way to own the libs. Now that Parler is shut down, another social media website where they're moving is called Telegram, which is fitting as that may be their only way of communicating after being thrown off the internet. <laughs> In preparation for pro-Trump gatherings before the inauguration, National Guard troops are armed and ready to give insurrectionists a strict talking to before sending them back to their dark money sponsored rooms at Trump's DC hotel. <laughs> Nike has announced it will suspend contributions to members of Congress who voted to overturn the results of the 2020 election. I'm sure the 10 year olds making their products overseas for slave wages will be relieved. I think those who voted to overturn the election results misunderstood Nike's slogan, just do it. <laughs> the man arrested after walking away with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's podium was found to be a stay at home dad with five kids. To be fair, he knew his kids would never stop nagging him until he brought home a souvenir. The guy who was photographed with his feet on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's desk has been arrested. In other news, a white guy is shocked he's had handcuffs placed on him by someone other than a stripper named Brandy. And on that note, <laughs> and on that note, on with the show. Please join me in welcoming our panelists, Jeff Heisen and Abby Mello. Hi, Tom. So what's everyone been paying attention to this week? No, I, I was thinking before you mentioned the podium, uh, that, that stay-at-home dad with five kids uh, stole. And Speaker Pelosi read uh, the vote count from that same podium and to, uh, tonight, tonight we're taping it. And I wonder if uh, his kids were watching that and saying, hey, dad, I thought you said you stole that. <laughs> Abby, how about yourself? I don't know, you were talking about all the uh, the social media bans and closings and things like that. I've been thinking for a while now about just moving my entire, you know, social media presence into the comments sections of Food Network recipes. <laughs> but you'd be really surprised how contentious that can be. Lots of arguments about, you know, weight measurement versus volume measurement. It's a, there's, it's a real divide. It's still very divided. <laughs> No, no talk about insurrection at a cheesecake factory at all, or no, no, not not where I am. I, don't, I maybe haven't found the good the good sub comment sections yet. That's I'll in your sub threads. <laughs> you haven't found Food Network's dark thread. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> One thing that this uh, this time has got me to do is to say something nice about Bill Belichick. Oh yeah. Yeah, because he turned oh. down accepting the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which is a auspicious honor, or at least it was until uh, Trump started giving it away uh, like it was a grandma giving uh, butterscotch candy. And she, and, and so Belichick did the right thing. And I, as a Jets fan, which is a whole nother story, uh, I've never thought anything good about Bill Belichick, and I had to this week. So that's how messed up things are. When you're he, defending Bill Belichick. Yes. Yeah, I get it. He probably wanted to make sure he was sure that he had traded Tom Brady before he did something like that. That's right. <laughs> People are amazed Trump would tell his supporters he'd be there with them when they marched to the Capitol, only to be nowhere near the action. They find it puzzling that the draft-dodging grandson of another draft-dodger would incite his followers to engage in combat-like activity while retreating to the most secure residence <laughs> in the country. 
Of course, the Trump supporters wandering around the Capitol building not knowing what to do is the perfect metaphor for Trump's first days as president. <laughs> ah, those were the days. Joining us tonight to discuss everything going on, comedian and actor Sidney Allen and therapist and retired educator Lucy Strassball. Hello, hello. Sydney, welcome. Sydney, welcome. Yeah, Lucy, welcome back. Uh, your guys' thoughts on everything that's been going on? Well, can I ask, did, uh, am I correct or incorrect that Jim Jordan also is getting the Presidential Medal of Freedom? Oh, he happily he, took it. He are, he's already been given it? Already been given it. Given that, it. Yes. okay, there's nothing more heinous then. That's just like the ultimate of heinousness, right? Right, he, he looked the other way with all the wrestlers at Ohio State, oh. but he didn't look, look away at anything that Trump did. I can only think of the word jackal whenever I see his face, like the people that feed, <laughs> uh, not the people, the animals that feed on carrion, just the, the lowest in the food chain, kind of. Oh, you mean scavengers? Yes. He, oh, okay. He, he's like an vulture. appalling human being. He's really appalling. Yeah. Uh, well, Tom, in, in regards to your question, I, I, I've been having a lot of fun, man. I, I you know, um, I, I've just been, I've been, since Wednesday, the news network has been a giant episode of Jerry Springer. Like, what mm -hmm. I've seen has just been, like, I already knew this was going to happen. And I'm like, people mm -hmm. are really surprised. I'm like, hey, look, mm -hmm. all them rallies, why, why was he having all those rallies after he won his presidency? He was trying mm -hmm. to keep the crowd going. Kind of, he, he, he really reminded me of Hitler. Mm -hmm. But... <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. To be I'm fair, the, to be fair though, Hitler had the common decency to kill himself. Hey, eventually. Heard, hey, listen, I heard Hitler actually was a was a charming dude who even smiled. Never, I mean, I know he's a homicidal, he's evil at his purest, but I, you know, Trump just doesn't. I mean, look, did y'all see the video of him holding the Bible during the oh, riots, yeah. during the protest? Yeah, I was waiting for the Bible to incinerate. <laughs> he just. just he got no damn business holding that. He was holding it backwards. <laughs> That's probably why everybody stayed like further away from him than they usually do. Mm -hmm. yeah, further away man. from him than they did. That was like extreme, extreme social distancing. Mm -hmm. People are saying, well, you know, Maxine Waters said, if you see a Trump supporter, you know, in the restaurant, spit in their face. I'm like, no one said anything about that. I'm like, listen, y'all can go ahead and dry snitch. Y'all can go ahead and paddle tail all you want. But the bottom line is, when he jokingly said, what about putting, uh, was it Lysol in your system? How many idiots mm -hmm. actually did that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it, it, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's almost like, I don't know. Do y'all remember the Jamestown massacre? Mm -hmm. Was it Jonestown? Why death cult. Why? Yeah. yeah, the death cult. From, yeah, mm -hmm. that was Jonestown. Yeah, the Jonestown massacre. I don't know why, but I mean, I just, I, I feel like these people are that brainwashed. They're that mm -hmm. far in. And unfortunately, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I mean, well, I was embarrassed. Now I'm just ashamed. But my mother um, is one of them. Um, she is still defending mm -hmm. Trump. To, uh, she will take it to the grave. Yes, and my, I'm not adopted. My mother's black. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. and um, <laughs> if I can get her on your podcast, Tom, your ratings would go. <laughs> can I ask Look, I, I wonder about a lot of women who strongly support him do you do you have a sense with your mom like to what extent the issues like are overlapped with religion and abortion and things like that 
we're going to go with self-hate on this one. That's what I have to go with because... You know what? It, it, there's a word for it. Internalized misogyny for women. Like Trump what is, about, Trump is a misogynist. He hates women and women who have self-hate. They will resonate with his hate of them. It's really scary. Okay. I was yep. thinking, I was going down that road and thinking fratricide. But yep. okay, I like what you were saying too, though. <laughs> I'll go ahead with what you said. I'll, I'll go with that. But um, my mother's, um, uh, it doesn't, it didn't start with Trump. It started with Obama. And the whole eight years he was serving, she hated him. <laughs> wow. We just let it be, man. We just let it be. Um, wow. I think she disliked attention. So, I mean, like, I, listen, for four years, Ever since Trayvon Martin, ever since I mean, my mom, my mother has been against every um, killing of an unarmed black person. She was on the side of George Zimmerman. Uh, you know, I, like 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 you just said, the um, internal misogyny. Well, okay, you just mentioned, but that would be self hate as a woman. But there's also internalized racism. It's just so tragic. Well, well that's why I use the fratricide reference because if yeah. you don't think. If you don't, if you don't think much of your own kind, if you don't think much of yourself, yep. you don't, think, you don't think much of others. Yep. And um, like, like after Trump got in office, I used to get, I used to get text messages and tweets and everything. And you know, these pe ever since the election, she's been quiet. So I kind of turned the switch and I've been making fun of her. My girlfriend's like, stop it! You need to be the bigger person. But I'm like, nah, man, <laughs> I'm having fun. I'm sending her all sorts of stuff. You know, like she's trying to defend it. When I sent her, I sent her all of the um, capital rights means, and she's saying, you know, there was. Um, she said, she said one, but because she, because ever since Fox News started going against Trump, she turned up News One, was it One News America and Newsmax, yes. and she said, yes. well, Newsmax said that there was a, there was four buses of Antifa, and I said, well, why would Antifa be there? That <laughs> And, 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 and listen, listen, hey Tom, I ain't gonna take your show, man, but we can have a whole hour just on my mom, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> the events of January 6th weren't all danger, vandalism, and insurrection. Take a look at this lighthearted celebratory moment when Eric Trump was joined by his wife, Lara. Our family didn't get in this fight for just four years. We are in this fight to the bitter end. We are going to take our country back, okay? And before we go, there's something very important that I want to make sure everybody knows today. Today happens to be my husband's birthday. Can you guys help me sing happy birthday to my husband? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Thank you guys. We love you. Honey, do you have any birthday present you would like from the United States of America? Well, I'd actually, I have one birthday present that I want from all the senators and all the congressmen. Have some backbone, show some fight. Learn from Donald Trump. He has more fight in them than every other one combined. And they need to stand up. And we need to march on the Capitol today. And we need to stand up for this country. And we need to stand up for what's right. We love you, America. God bless you all. 
What I want for my birthday is a pony that Donnie and I can hunt down later and shoot. <laughs> I thought the happy birthday song was copyrighted. Aren't you not allowed to sing that without paying somebody like a ton of money? That hasn't yep. stopped them before. <laughs> That'll be one of the many, uh, many groups that the Trump people owe money to at this point. Just put it on the list. With the murmurs of Senator Ted Cruz being called to resign for his part in the incitement of the insurrection, it's easy to see how he finds a way to get people to think he's a douchebag, as his then-Senate colleague Al Franken attests in this video compilation. I probably like him more than most of my other colleagues like Ted, and I hate him. <laughs> it's wow. not a secret that Senator Ted Cruz doesn't have a lot of friends in Congress. Among the words used by Cruz's Republican colleagues to describe him, Wacko Bird from Senator John McCain, Carnival Barker by Congressman Peter King, and Jackass by then-Speaker John Boehner. Senator Amy Klobuchar pre-clearing a Ted Cruz joke she was going to tell at the Gridiron Club dinner with Cruz himself. Amy smiled. Here it is. When most people think of a difficult Cruz, they think of Carnival. But we Democrats in the Senate think of Ted. Ted filed, then he offered a suggestion. Uh, what if you changed a difficult cruise to a challenging cruise? Franken writes that Cruz eventually relented, saying in a patronizing tone, I'll tell you what, I believe in the First Amendment. You go ahead and tell your joke. Franken says he stepped in and asked if Cruz wanted to hear his rewrite of the joke, to which Cruz replied, sure. And I'm quoting from the book here. Okay, here it is. When most people think of a cruise that's full of crap, they think of Carnival. We think of Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> now, however, telling Politico, Al is trying to sell books, and apparently he's decided that being obnoxious and insulting me is good for causing liberals to buy his books. I wish him all the best. See, Ted Cruz strikes me as, like, the co-worker that nobody likes, but everybody tolerates him because, like, he takes you out to the strip club and pays for all the lap dances. He also thinks he's smarter than he is, which is dangerous. I know a lot of lawyers like that, and they, they're, they're smart, but they think they're really smart, and it, it does not advance their career or their legal arguments in any way. And the way he defended Trump uh, right before, uh, in his speech right before the, uh, the riots was to, uh, thought he was being so clever. Mm. He thought he was being so clever by saying, what's the difference? If you really think that there's uh, no, that really think that there hasn't been a, uh, an issue with the voting, then, then what's another 10 days? And all he was doing was trying to thread the needle and he was just being the worst. He was being the most Ted Cruz as, as he could be. I think Trump finally found evidence that he is, in fact, the Zodiac killer. So he goes <laughs> up to him and says, Ted, argue my case before the Supreme Court. Sure, Donald, whatever you want. Yeah. You can call my wife ugly. Just don't say I'm the Zodiac killer. <laughs> Following the certification of the electoral results in Congress, Trump supporters didn't stop expressing their disdain at the results. Some senators face a direct onslaught, including Lindsey Graham and Mitt Romney, both of whom we can see in these amateur videos. So we are in the airport with Lindsey Graham here, guys. He's being called a traitor. Traitor! 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 You are a traitor, Lindsey Graham. A traitor. Can you take an oath? 
Dad, you pissed on that. Oh. Why aren't you supporting President Trump? I do support uh, the things President Trump does that I think I agree with. You're not supporting him. Are you going to support him in the uh, the fraudulent vote system? No, Why not? I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Uh, it's a long uh, story, but the. We have a constitution. The constitutional process is clear. I'll follow the constitution and I'll explain all that when we meet in Congress this week. You're a joke. Absolute joke. It's disgusting shame. Mitt's probably thinking I could really use a screaming baby to drown out that racket right about now. And they're attacking Lindsey Graham, who's one of Trump's most fervent supporters. What they didn't like is that he said that Biden won the election. But even on Wednesday night after the impeachment, Graham was tweeting in support of Trump. Tell you, Lindsey Graham didn't deserve that treatment because no person deserves that kind of treatment but but he really did deserve it just for his complete abdication of any any level of morality decency humanity in the last four years so i i i enjoyed watching that i have to admit i enjoyed watching him get thoroughly harassed yeah i'm right there with the uh with, with the doc um I, I i remember watching him watching him explode on capitol hill when they were uh, swearing in, when they were uh, with uh, Brett Kavanaugh, and the way he was oh. just raining, the way he was just raining down on everybody. God, you want power? God, I hope you don't get it. I'm like, man. He was almost crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, let him get harassed. But I'm gonna tell you something right now. That Trump supporter, <laughs> all of these Trump supporters, they pick soft targets. I mean, obviously mm -hmm. she rolled up on somebody who she knew was docile, wasn't gonna do anything. I want to see a Trump supporter come into, uh, I don't know, Baltimore City, per se, and talk mm -hmm. to the people who didn't vote for Trump. And I want to see them, because that's where I live at. Come mm -hmm. come, come to my neighborhood and ask somebody, hey, who'd you vote for? Why not? Why not? I want to see this. I, I, mm -hmm. I would hate to see that reaction. Yeah, but, they, won't even, you know, they won't even take the light rail in to see an O's game. They're so afraid of Baltimore. We're not going <laughs> to I know, but I'm just saying, though, the point is they're picking soft targets. That's all. Mm -hmm. they, you mm -hmm. know, like just like a bully. Bullies pick, you know, I, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I, I had a bully for all the five seconds. I broke his nose in the end of the story. You know, I just, <laughs> I, I don't, I, you know, soft targets or seemingly soft targets. And that's all mm -hmm. I saw in that video. But yeah, keep on harassing Lindsay. Cause if I see him, I'm a, I don't know. I don't know what I might, oh, I ain't gonna do nothing crazy, but I mean, you know, I might throw a joke out of my son. Well, I tell you, I would like to believe in reincarnation because I want to come back in about 200 years and see their faces in the history books. And I want to know what's being written about them there oh, because they have on. doomed their legacies. This is so much optimism that books are going to exist. In <laughs> I'd like to know what Lindsey Graham was in a previous life that he had to come back as Lindsey Graham. Something awful, really awful. He was on the ship that discovered America with Columbus. I don't know. Perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> Of course, attempts at things like coups and insurrections are always harder in person than they look in books or movies, 
as one bewildered rioter discovered, as seen in this cell phone video. Ma'am, what, what happened to you? I got maced. You got maced. <laughs> and what happened? You were trying to go inside the yeah, Capitol? Yeah, I, I made it like a foot inside and they pushed me out and they maced me. What's your, what's your name? Where are you from? My name is Elizabeth. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. And why did you want to go in? <laughs> we're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. It's a revolution. Why is everybody being so mean? She's actually mystified that this happened. She's surprised. Plus, that is as close to white girl wasted as one can get without any alcohol or drugs involved. Yeah, she was level four, like some guy already like rejected her on the dance floor. And she's like, yeah, that, that's like level. I've been I've been at that bar with that girl. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I just tried to go in and they made me. After one, she was going along for the fun of it. <laughs> After one too many Zimas, you just get a little too carried away. <laughs> I've escorted uh, that kind of girl out the club mm, a couple of times. For years and well before the delightened age of Trump, his supporters have taken a hard line against people who commit acts of terrorism against the United States, which they suddenly don't like when turned on them, as we can see in this TikTok video. I love every single one of you, but this is what they do to us. They kicked me off the plane. They called me a fucking terrorist, and they want to fucking ruin my life. And now that poor gentleman has to go out and buy a big thing of peanuts, a bunch of small individual bags that he can put them in. And instead of a flight attendant, now he has to chat up a huddle house waitress somewhere along this great country of which he'll be making a long, long, long drive home. Do you, do you think the, when he was told that he couldn't get on the flight, he said, I was only here to storm the Capitol? Do you think he explained yeah. it? Yeah. Everyone does that. I mean, where have you uh, been at? Just I was on a business trip. The debate over social media companies regulating speech will likely never end, with people who know nothing about the concept of the First Amendment making up the more vocal and baffled portion of the debate, as we can see from this disgruntled Twitter user. Why have you been suspended from Twitter? Pass. I mean, have you said racist stuff? I mean, there's ways you get suspended from Twitter being racist, sharing hate. Do you share stuff like that? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, it's, it's just... It's just... Stating a disputed opinion. Give me an example of a disputed opinion in, in the case of you getting suspended. No. You can't stand Hey, 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 Tom, Tom. I remember when I worked on Step Up, the first one, not the second one, but it was because the first two Step Up movies were filmed in Baltimore. And there was a guy. I kid you not. He was definitely a neo-Nazi. He was, he looked like Michael Rappaport from Higher Learning. I mean, he had the bomber jacket, the shaved head, and he worked on the crew for Step Up. I'm like, well, this is 2008, whatever, different time. But he was just quiet. And I had to ask him. I couldn't hold it no more. I said, hey, man, what made you decide to join them? Like, what do they do that is just so important that, you know, like, why do you have so much hate? When I tell you he folded like an accordion, just like that guy. He said, "Oh no, no, man, I'm not. I, I, I don't like them. I like their. I like their fashion and their 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 their, their fashion and their, their 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 boots." And 
he was basically trying, like, he folded so easily. And I wasn't even coming at him in a violent way. I was being mm -hmm. inquisitive. I wanted to know who, what influenced you to join a hate group, you know? Mm -hmm. But he folded just like that dude did. He just mm -hmm. wouldn't talk to me at all. I mean, he wouldn't talk to me in a way like to explain. He just said, it's a fashion thing. I got black friends, don't worry. You know, I, I, I did not like what happened to MLK. I'm like, what happened to MLK? That was like damn near 40 years ago we're talking about now. <laughs> Obligatory yeah. disclaimer duly noted. <laughs> I like to think that guy was super embarrassed. He didn't want to give the real reason, which is that he was probably cyber stalking some woman who ditched him after one date. Mm -hmm. He saw a photo of her with her, uh, with her new boyfriend or the latest guy she was going out with. And then just yeah. drop the C bomb on her. That's what I'm yeah. guessing. Mm -hmm. Well, he looks every he looks every bit of a virgin. So I'm agree with mm -hmm. you on that too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't imagine like adopting an entire philosophy because you like their shoes. <laughs> he really believed. Yo, he really thought I was stupid. I mean, he really thought I, I said, "Oh, okay, cool." I had to get back on set anyway. But I mean, it just just baffled me. So. So if you like Jimmy Choo's, Abby, and they said all uh, Jimmy Choo wearers uh, should uh, march down in their Jimmy Choo's to support a certain cause, you wouldn't do it. No, I can't afford Jimmy Choo's and I don't wear, I don't wear high heels, so. <laughs> so no. double for her. I, I don't, I hear them out, I, I guess, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's a fashion statement. I mean, you know, it, it's it, it it could mean a lot more. I I I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And on that note, that's our show. I want to thank Jeff Heisen, Abby Mello, Sydney Allen, and Lucy Strassball. Thank you, thank you, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Hey, thanks, Tom, for inviting me. I appreciate it, man. But before we go, my final thought. We're constantly finding out that expressions we thought were true turn out not to be, be it the concept of freedom of speech or even antiquated sayings when, given the right amount of examination, can be quite complex, making us peel back the layers and discovering the hidden meaning in such axioms. This we often take for granted, and it shocks us when we learn the base, unvarnished, and even horrific truth. For example, take William Shakespeare's expression, all the world is a stage. I find that expression to be bullshit. Otherwise, why was I banned from my local Sam's Club for doing my rendition of Puppetry of the Penis in their parking lot? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I seem to have gone off on a bit of a tangent there. Anyway, I guess the point I wanted to make is, as I'm self-employed, my opinions do represent those of my employer. <laughs> Good night. This episode was written and hosted by Tom Myers with panelists Jeff Heisen and Abby Mello and guests Sidney Allen and Lucy Strassball. Theme music by Jeroen Vandenhurek. Executive producer Tom Myers. Executive producer for IPM Nation, Matt Connerton. For more information, visit tommyers.us. Hi, this is Jeff from Tom Myers versus the rest of the world. If you enjoy hearing me talk with Tom about politics and you're a fan of the New York Mets, then join me and Greg Prince in National League Town. Available wherever you find your favorite podcasts. 
Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you want to listen to more of this episode, go ahead and subscribe to my Patreon. There you can get extended versions of episodes like this one, as well as bonus clips. You can even listen to regular episodes without all these pesky little ads through which you have to fast forward. Doesn't really cost that much. Plans as low as $1 a month. Go to patreon.com slash Tom Myers, spelled M-Y-E-R-S. Show the love, subscribe, show your support today. That's patreon.com slash Tom Myers. Hi everyone. I'm Orb. I am not the official spokesperson for Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y Funny Productions. A-A-Ron is tied up right now. Shut up, I'll untie you in a minute. Here at Oddly, we're producing some great shows. Bombing Run, where comedians compete to see who's Joker Ace. And Orb's Wacky World, a talk show with a mix of comedy, uncomfortable questions, and music hosted by yours truly. When you think of comedy, think of Oddly Funny Productions. That's A-W-D-L-Y, Funny Productions. Now how do I get out of here? Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.